Hey guys, it's me, Justin, aka JFace907. This is the first episode of JFace's Healthy Living. You might think, is that possessive? It's JFace's Healthy Living? Or is it J, as in short for Justin, his journey into healthy living? Well, you'd be right either way. Recently took up the opportunity to try and get a little healthier. I am currently uh, about the heaviest I've ever been, so I wanted to make some changes. And something that I always struggle with is accountability. And I figure what way to keep myself accountable than to record a message for all the world to hear. So turn it into a podcast. Uh, On today's episode, I actually have the pleasure of having my partner in crime, my wife, uh, join me on the show. Wife, I'll let you introduce yourself if you see fit or if you just want to go by wife on this show, but how are you tonight? I am okay. It is only a Wednesday, but it feels like a Friday. Um, But you may say my name, that is fine. I am Rachel, your wife, or as you like to call me, your partner in crime. My wife of nearly 10 years. Uh, We have taken fitness journeys, excuse my creaking, we are doing this in our kitchen at our dinner table. Um, right now, so if you may, you may hear tons of background sounds. Uh, you may also wonder why the volume is a little bit lower and our and our bass is a little bit heavier in our voice, and that's because we do have uh, children sleeping in the house. But um, we have undertaken in our ten years of being together multiple journeys, uh, crash diets, uh, just a bunch of different things to find something that sticks and. I will speak for myself and say that not a lot does stick. Uh, Most recently, you know, we are recording this in 2023. Uh, We are, some would say, still in a pandemic uh, or coming out of a pandemic that kept us, you know, locked in and away from gyms and things of that sort, um, where weight gain was a very easy thing to do. And I mentioned that I am the heaviest I have ever been in my life. And I will put it on blast right there that it is uh, upwards of 240 pounds plus 241 to be exact um, on a five foot seven frame that I have. It's uh, probably not healthy, probably doesn't look that great either. Um, Rachel, did you want to share anything about where you're starting at in this journey or any comments on that? Yeah, I will say that I mean the pandemic has opened I mean it's it's still around but it's things are opening back up but a lot of people are still working from home and I think that attributes a lot to the struggles that you have faced because you've spent a lot of time just locked at home and not able to go out um I on the other hand I mean I'm not the heaviest I've ever been but I'm not either at a healthy weight um I recently went through two pregnancies in two years, and that does take a toll on your body. But with my my daughter, I had gestational diabetes, and I was able to manage my glucose level with just my diet. So 
when I do have a goal, like having a healthy baby and not wanting to be on medication, I was able to stick with it. But as soon as she was born, I just jumped right into all of the carbs that I was missing. (laughs) And it was like she... I was all over that hospital food. That hospital hamburger was calling my name with that giant bun that it came on. But my starting weight today, or Monday when I weighed myself, was uh, 154. And looking at my height at 5'3", it puts my BMI at 27, which is not terrible, but it's medium overweight Um, and with my, like I, my goal is just a healthier living and just having healthier habits that I can keep and not like, I'm going to be the skinniest I ever want to be, but just having a healthy place to be where I am comfortable in my own skin. But with my goal weight being something that I feel is reasonable of being 145 still puts my BMI at overweight. So I, I mean, I like when I researched that, I kind of shrugged my shoulders and felt like 145 is where I feel comfortable. And if I can execute my plan, I will easily drop more, but I feel like I should find a realistic goal. So if I, struggle getting there or when I get there I don't feel like I can just stop and revert back to my unhealthy habits but you you mentioned some of your whys in there um did you have any one particular why that you've taken on this journey that stood out more than others I will say just for myself personally it's um just to be able to engage in any kind of physical activity being someone who has played athletic you know played in has played sports Um, whether it be recreationally or competitively, pretty much all of my life, um, I can't do any of that for more than 10 minutes without being in pretty good knee pain. And I feel that a lot of that is attributed to my weight. Um, So that's my why. Um, Do you have any one particular why that holds more prevalent than others? Um, Well, I've, this last summer, I ran in a few half marathons and I, maybe I shouldn't say run, but it was a nice slow jog. But I, in the spring, I just was looking at uh, a local athletic store in town and they sponsor a half marathon. And boy, the motivation for that half marathon was that at the finish line, they hand you a beer and lunch. And I said, well, I could run 13 miles for a beer and a lunch. And I was able to run that half marathon and another half marathon. And then in the process, I didn't take it too seriously, but I, you know, would run twice a week, one of them being my long run for the week, which wasn't super healthy because I ended up messing up my left knee at the beginning of the training program, rested for a month got back out there and started running. And then after the second half marathon, I was like, well, there's a third one I can do in October. So sure, let's do that. And the week of the race, my right knee started giving me problems. So my huge why is just being able to get up and run without having knee pain because I've still kind of had that undiagnosed, I think, uh, 
IT band issues. Um, but I just want to be able to have like a healthier lifestyle and be able to get out there and run a few miles a day if I want to, without having to worry about, well, did I, will I have time to ice my knee after? Did I stretch enough? Um, you know, will my knee just give out in the middle of the run? Um, and I feel like, you know, just my age and, you know, the weight and the pressure I've put on my knees that if I have a healthier weight and how, you know, do more leg day activities, then I'll be in a better place to run those three half marathons this coming summer. So that's kind of my why, but just kind of, I don't know, just maybe bragging rights that I can, you know, after not running for 10 years, get out there and do it again. And then, you know, maybe go faster this year. Um, and also I have a little elevated cholesterol level that I feel like if I get this all under control, I will go, you know, to the doctor in August and they'll say, wow, you're perfect. Are you really turning 40 this year? Goodness, your blood doesn't tell me that. Perfection is words that have never been associated with my cholesterol levels or overall fitness. Um, both of us mentioned the word pain, uh, knee pain and things of that sort. But uh, in the business world, they will call these things pain points. But like, what are some issues that you have keeping you know, with a healthier living lifestyle, what, you know, what ultimately prevents you from hitting your goals when you go on these types of journeys? Um, just speaking for myself, I, I'm an overeater. I, portion control is not in my vernacular. If a plate has a surface area, it gets filled. Um, and I do not, I'm, a, I'm also a firm believer of a clean plate. So when I do cover the entire surface area of said plate, it also does get cleaned thereafter. Um, I do also enjoy a nice cocktail every now and again. And alcohol is known as being a huge um, depressant of not only you know yourself, but of your um, metabolism. So uh, what about you, uh, wife of mine? What, what are some of your pain points? Well... Like you mentioned before, we have two sleeping children in the house. Um, those are not pains, but it's definitely, it's easier to throw a processed pizza in the oven than come home after working for eight or so hours a day and then taking care of your tiny people that live with you and your bigger person that lives with you uh, than picking something up easy on the way home. But just the convenience of eating unhealthy versus eating healthy uh, would, would probably be the big point. And then just the added stress that I have in my life. Um, I don't have an easy job. Uh, I kind of live in chaos all day as a kindergarten teacher. But, you know, I it's a job that's rewarding, but it does take a toll on my on my stress levels. And it's easy to sneak a piece of candy in the middle of a lesson or, you know, get home and enjoy a cocktail after a particularly tough day. So I feel like mine is my pain point or my reason that it's 
it's so hard to stay focused is that once I reach the goal, I'm kind of, I slip back into, well, oh, today was a tough day, you know, really sounds good to make a big bowl of popcorn right now and just kind of drown my sorrows in eating. And I'm, I love sitting in front of the TV and getting stuck watching something stupid. And like, I find myself just snacking the whole time. But I feel like those are the, those are my pain points is just, you know, the extra stress and then the using food or alcohol to kind of ease some pains. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's, that's something that a lot of folks, you know, do find comfort in is, you know, substances or food or things of that sort, you know, some of the easiest ways to cure a, a bad day is a, is a stiff drink or a, you know, a sweet donut or, you know, something to that effect. Um, you know, just being able to find those healthier outlets, whether it be a spin class or a, you know, martial arts, you know, for some folks that like to do that kind of thing, whether it be MMA or, you know, just going over to your local dojo, you know, Taekwondo or karate or something like that, or your boxing gym, um, I will say that, you know, something that I don't mean to use this as an excuse and it will probably come off as one. I've never been a winter sports person and we live in an area that it is winter eight months out of the year. So for those eight months, I do largely struggle with getting outdoors. Um, I mean, we do have a dog that probably has not been walked in the last four to five months just based on the climate outside. And, you know, that's that that is an excuse because there are folks that do you know of course have dogs here and you know we see them in negative 10 negative 20 or you know if it gets a little bit warmer but the precipitation is going crazy you know six inches of snow still walking those dogs so of course it's not an excuse but that's just something that is a pain point of mine that I just don't get out there um but I segue that into what am I going to be doing differently this time around? And I will say that something I would like to do differently this time is to get outside. I would like to go ahead and make those efforts to, you know, still stay active, even in the slightest sense of just taking a 30 minute walk, you know, even if it is in a, you know, sub zero type day, you know, they make, they make bundling clothes for a reason. Um, I'd also will say that I do plan on substantially reducing the intake of, you know, substances that aren't that great for you, whether it be the processed food or it be alcohol or anything like that, and live a little bit cleaner uh, to adapt those habits, or excuse me, turn them into habits. Um, what about yourself? I mean, I know you and I are together in this, and a lot of my things will probably be the same as yours, but is there anything that I've mentioned that you know, that you're planning on doing differently that you haven't done in your other attempts at taking this kind of journey? Well, I usually just, you know, try to limit portions and like um, you know, limit my portions and, you know, my calorie intake. And that's good and well and good. But after experiencing managing my glucose levels, and how much carbs you actually eat in a day. I found when I had to force myself into 
writing down everything that I ate in my pregnancy, I really, you know, it was, it was time consuming, but I I gave myself meals each day that were always the same amount of carbs. So I feel like this time when I'm diving into it, I'm really going to, instead of just saying, well, this piece of candy is X amount of calories. I'm not going to focus on the calories. I'm going to focus on the carbs and how much carbs are actually in it and replacing or also making sure I add extra green veggies in my, in my meals. Um, also just the process of stopping and slowing down for just my, you know, I feel like I'm always on the go and forcing myself to sit down and write down what's going on, like journaling in the morning or at night, just to like let let all of my thoughts go. And maybe even while I'm writing down what my meals were, and like if I put it in my you know, meal plan in my phone, you know, taking the sidestep and just doing a little extra and writing it down. Cause you know, like I mentioned with my, with managing my diet with gestational diabetes, once I was, I don't even remember how many months I was pregnant. It was November when I was diagnosed and I went through December through February managing my food intake and my calorie or my carbs and I didn't gain any weight. Mar- my, my daughter Martha was growing, but I stopped gaining weight because of what I was doing. And I was just having extra snacks that were low-carb snacks. And I was staying full. And it was like my I was healthy and I was you know working hard at staying healthy. And that was my goal. But I was able to manage it by slowing down. And I had the excuse, well, I'm, I'm going to focus and make sure that I'm healthy for my baby. And now I don't, like, I have to be healthy for myself. And it's not something that's easy for me to put myself first. I don't know if that, I just went into three different directions. But just slowing down and just taking it a day at a time. And I feel like if I hit a struggle, not just giving up which is something that we do. If Definitely. There's a bump in the road. We'll just stop and say, well, that wasn't worth it. And just keep going and do something. Go back to the unhealthy habits we've had for the last 30 plus years. Yeah. I mean, the joke uh, amongst the two of us is that myself, especially if I am not enjoying the direction or if I'm not seeing the results that I expected Early on, I quickly cut bait and run, um, you know, whether it turn into the project that I picked up in trying to build something or the dinner that I'm trying to make for the first time that I'm following a recipe and the something doesn't just sit right in the pan the way it should have. You know, we joke around and say, I just throw my hands up and say, that's it. I quit. You know, we, we, some, when you take on a fitness journey, Sorry, I hit my microphone. When you take a fitness journey or take on a fitness jersey such as this, you know, you can't do that because the understanding is that these 
the rewards don't come early. They come very late. You have to stick with it to see those types of dividends pay off. Or, you know, if you're not built for the long haul, you're not built for this kind of success. And maybe that is part of why success hasn't been prolonged between between us um, and for myself. Um, but something that, you know, that I do plan on doing a little bit differently is just having that that patience. I think that's a, a key word for this is the patience that the results will come if you stick with it. You know, it's almost like, you know, I, I worked in, I do podcasts because I worked in radio for such a long time. And part of that radio work was doing a show centered around sobriety. And, you know, it, for sobriety, it takes one day at a time, one minute at a time, you know, one hour at a time. So to, to be able to have that patience to give it the the time that it needs, you know, you will then see those results. Um, we're coming up on a special time of year, so to speak. Um, as two individuals of faith, uh, we practice, you know, Lent this time of year. You know, it's starting very soon here, the 40-day sacrifice. Um, is there any kind of advantage that you see with starting this journey in this time of year? Well, the only advantage I see is that we have both said we wanted to stop drinking for Lent so that will not impede our, <laughs> our, our dieting because our alcohol intake will stop and it, they'll, you know, a huge sacrifice there. But like I've also said to you, dear husband, Lent is not a, I'm going to stop eating meat on Fridays because I want to lose weight. It's a sacrifice that you're giving to God. Just like, <laughs> but, um, something I wanted to circle back to before you went up to that next point, I'm sorry, I should have interjected, but we didn't gain the weight in a week. So we're not going to lose the weight in a week. You know, it took years to get where we are. So, the long process of losing it and breaking bad habits, it's the the end goal, the end result will come after we put in all that time because our, you know, it didn't come. It's not like we woke up one day and our pants didn't fit. You know, they slowly got tighter and tighter and then we realized, well, I can't put those on anymore. So. Yeah, no, definitely, as I'm trying to figure out what is That's, going on in my that, house right now. That is Creed. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, I think it, maybe his claw got stuck in the rug there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that is a very good point. You know, the, the weight didn't come on in in a matter of 48 hours a week, a month. You know, it, it came on through months, you know, a full year of just being locked in the house and you know, eating poorly, you know, deciding that the McDonald's drive through sounded good for the third time that week, you know, um, those kind of things, you know, it comes on, it does come on quicker than it will go off, but it does take time for it to come off too. So it will take time or to come on. It takes time also for it to come off. Um, I didn't actually, I didn't, I just realized I never said what my ultimate goal as far as what, if there's a number to like the weight I want to be, mm. you know, I would love for the two of the first number of my weight to turn into a one. So to perform or to do, to pull off that feat, that's at least 40 pounds of weight loss right there. 
um, you know, and to ensure that I'm not just floating between 199 and 200, you know, I probably would take 45 to 50 pounds to, to fully get the job done. Um, but I don't want, I don't want the job to be done. I want to develop the habits that where, you know, I don't maybe necessarily continue losing weight once I get into the hundreds. It's just that it it can stay stable. I don't have to worry about, you know, ballooning back up again, you know, because over the last, you know, 10, 15 years, you know, since before we met, I have seen 235 um, shortly after my uh, complete ACL tear and, you know, just rehab or not, not, it was a lack of rehab, just sitting idly on the couch um, down to like a 170. You know, when we first met, you know, I was super skinny when we first met um, to floating around the 190 pretty consistently to, you know, once COVID hit and the sitting at home and the eating and everything up to the 240 that I am now, um, I would like to just be able to keep that stable once I hit my magic number, so to speak, to where, you know, I do see that stability in, in my weight and in my, my health. Um, because hopefully with the dropping of those pounds comes the, you know, better cholesterol comes the, you know, better heart, you know, there is heart disease that runs in my family. So that is definitely something that I am striving to be better at to where my chances are lower. And I do know that cutting down the alcohol will help in that as well. You know, I've, I've never been a smoker, so that is an advantage already. Um, but yeah, that, that those are some of my other goals in addition to the uh, quote-unquote magic number. Um, that's the first episode. That's what we had on the docket for this evening. Uh, Rachel, did you have anything that you wanted to close on? Well, I have just listening to you, I was thinking that it's not just a weight loss journey. It's like lifestyle changes, replacing eating or drinking because it's easy with maybe talking about what's bothering you, not just shutting down. I mean, you keep mentioning COVID, but we went through a huge loss over that time personally. And we used comfort foods and alcohol to help us cope when we could have been just talking about it or journaling or going on walks together. You know, when we were in lockdown in the spring of our cool climate with ice, what do you call them? When the roads are just, not ice dams, but... Um, oh, I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember the but, word either. You know, it's not a comfortable walk with your animal, but... It's a walk that's a little treacherous at times with the ice and the, the warm temperatures with our hot sun. And then, the you know, it, it freezes pretty easily. But, you know, going as a family walk, you know, was just me and my sister who lives just a few blocks away. Best but, decision ever made. Yeah. <laughs> best. Just but, amazing. You know, when we were the beginning of our lockdown, when we were at our darkest time in our life, you know, we would go on some walks together, but it was mostly me, you know, going on walks, which was great for my physical and mental health. But you stayed a lot inside and gamed. 
and just kind of got lost in those kind of habits. So I feel like for us to be successful, we should make sure that we're putting our mental health first as well and not not just using it as a time to blame or anything like that, but really just working on our personal successes and being, I mean, I am a very negative person when it comes to myself. So letting things go and not holding on to things that I feel are, I don't even know how to, like, I'm not, I'm pessimistic. What's the word I'm looking for, Justin? I'm just very hard on myself. Yeah. And nothing I do is good enough for me. And it's all in my head. And I feel like once I get past those barriers that I've put up, then I can, I will be, it will be easier for me to be successful at changing my lifestyle, you know? And I feel like you being with you for 10 or so years, I, you know, I've noticed that you'll put up a wall when something gets too hard or you'll throw your hands up and say, well, I'm not making this dinner anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even remember what dinner you were trying to make me, but it wasn't going well. And I feel like it was at the apartment, like our first, like. One of my first attempts at making you anything. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, this is, nope, we're not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Because the video we were watching on Tasty didn't match what you did. (laughs) But once once we've put up walls and things that get in our way, you know, as a defense mechanism for whatever the reason I think once we break all that down, we can be successful with our other things like our physical appearance and our and our healthy habits. But it's much easier to, well, I had a bad day. I'm going to go lock myself into my gaming chair and lose myself in a game of FIFA. To all my FIFA buddies, <laughs> she is not targeting you, I promise. <laughs> but I do appreciate your friendships. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. But instead of talking to your wife or journaling or going and just doing a podcast for yourself. So. And part of that is why this why why Jay faces healthy living is or is is starting. Um I hope that everybody picked up on the name Jay Faces Healthy Living and thought, oh, is that possessive or is that his healthy living? But I already uh, did that at the beginning, so just calling back to that. Um, Good callback. Yes, good callback. (laughs) I will go ahead and sign us off for this episode. Um, My wife will be joining me in future episodes. I also do hope to have others who are joining me in this journey uh, join me as well. Um, please do like, subscribe, all that good stuff that you do on your podcast uh, platform of choice, whether it be Apple, Spotify, whatever. Don't care. Just please listen. Um, and yeah, if you're interested in joining uh, me, us, on an episode, we'd be happy to have you. And I just hit my microphone again second time. I'm so sorry. But we'll see you next time. Have a good night or day or wherever you are.